Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everybody. It is the first Monday in October. Can y'all believe it? It is October. Like, what's happening? I blinked. It was August. I blinked. It was September. And now we are in October. I have to say, though, October is one of my favorite months because that's like the true fall. You know what I'm saying? Like, September. It's just too dang hot. Like you want to wear the cute jacket or you want to wear the cute sweater and the boots. But in the morning, you're like solid. But then by the afternoon, you're just dripping sweat. So I'm really looking forward to October being the actual, hopefully, actually fall weather month. So I can wear all my cute fall clothes that I bought. I bought a bunch of new jeans. I got a jacket, everything from Old Navy. They had a sale. And I'm really excited for the fall outfits. I'm like, I'm really here for it. And I just love how my hair stays nice all day because there's zero humidity. So we're just, we're really winning here. It has been honestly really beautiful here in New York. I've, you know, I can't complain with, um, the only time I'm sweating is because I'm in my classroom and I'm doing like 20 different things. Um, speaking of, um, one of my kids were taking like a computer diagnostic test today. And so there's, you know, 29 kids and they had to log into their computer to take this diagnostic test to kind of see where their reading levels are at for the start of the year oh my lanta talk about sweating i had them all in rows because it's a diagnostic test and like half of them forgot their login or their login wasn't working and it was just like i felt like a ping ball machine i was just like bing 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 like running like back and forth thank god they had like three periods to take this test because they're finally all signed in taking the test after first period. Like it took me that long to get all 29 of them like logged into the computer, logged into the test. And I'm just sitting here like, what happened to the written test? You know what I mean? Like that, that was easy. You just handed it out to them. They did it. You scored it. And now like everything needs to be on the computer and like internet can be slow. There's like so many things like internet, and our Chromebooks are a blessing and a curse at the same time. Because let me tell you, I didn't sit down for 40 minutes because I was constantly helping people sign in. And all my like I was and my AC was on, I had the fan going in my classroom, and I was <laughs> literally dripping sweat. Dripping sweat. And then finally it was second period and I was off, but the second period proctor came in and then she was also helping me like get the last round of it. Like everybody signed in and I finally got to sit down. I just sat down on my desk and like finally drank my coffee and just like, like took it all in because by first period and first period, by the way, is like 825 to nine o'clock. So just think about that time frame in your brain and all the things that I had to do. It was nuts. So that's why I was dripping sweat. If that did not occur today, I don't think I would have sweat. <laughs> while teaching today. Who knows? You never know. But that's the only time I'm sweating nowadays is when I'm teaching, you know, in my classroom because I'm just running around doing 20 different things. So I just want to share with you guys something, an opportunity that's been happening. So 
Are you listening? It's on the hush hush. This is where I think the universe is a funny thing. You know how I moved um, from my first apartment with Nate? We had to move out right away um, after like two months of living there because our landlord was moving and like all the things that happened that we weren't expecting. And then we moved to another apartment, which is a basement apartment and it's one bedroom only and it was small and blah, blah, blah. And I like don't mind it, but it's just like not my favorite place. And it's just like I this whole time I've been here, I just kind of just feeling like not okay, you know, not in a good mental space or a good headspace. Um, but I just deal with, you know, you just deal with it. I got a roof over my head. I'm grateful, but like it's just it it came this apartment came with just like the the stress and the vibes of the move and then the, the stress and the vibes kind of stayed within the apartment. You know what I'm saying? So then all of a sudden, um, Nate and I, we went upstate for the past weekend because I had an elongated weekend for the Jewish holidays. And um, we had a great time upstate. We did apple picking. We went on the alpine slides in Vermont. It was so much fun. And then on our way back from the alpine slides from Vermont, I get a text from my mom. And she goes, my friend Jeannie, her um, tenants are finally moving out after 40 years. Would you want to take a look at her apartment? And the apartment is upstairs in her house, so similar to our other one, back in the old town where our first apartment was. And Jeannie's like one of my mom's like lifelong best friends. And um, right now we're paying $1,600 for our apartment. And then that apartment is going to be $1,800. But um, it has two bedrooms again, just like the other one. Do you want to take a tour of it? Includes the washer dryer, the driveway, like everything that we have here. And I was like, my body was just like a full sending yes. My body was telling me full send. At least just go look at it. Go check it out. And so on Tuesday when I was off, I went to go look at it with my mom and my sister. And this apartment, you guys, massive. For like an apartment that's inside of a house, like on the top floor, massive craziness. You walk up the stairs, there's a bedroom, and then you walk a little bit, there's a washer dryer, and then it becomes into this big like living room, kitchen, dining room area, and then there's a second bedroom in the back with the bathroom. Massive. It was so big. It was like so crazy. Um, so I tell Nate about it, and Nate and I are gonna now go see it um tomorrow on Friday. I'm recording this on Thursday. And we're gonna see if if we like it, if it's a vibe, we're gonna hopefully maybe move there. If it's a vibe. Now, we're only going to be there for a short time because I'm hoping that next summer, July, August of 2023, I find a teaching job upstate and I move upstate um, to Albany with Nate's family, which where we just were. But like, how nuts is that? That there's just this random opportunity to have an apartment, which is like a family friend that has it. And I can perhaps enjoy the last length of living on Long Island because then instead of being an hour from all my friends and family, I am then 30 minutes like I was before. So fingers crossed, send out good vibes, pray for us. I really, really, really want this apartment. I really want to move and I want to just go back to the town that we were supposed to live in because we know it very well. And I could be closer to my friends and family before I do the big move upstate. So when I got the text and then also when I saw the apartment, it was just a full body yes. Full body yes. And I've been seeing angel numbers like 444 and 333 a lot and 111. And so I'm just like feeling like the universe is like guiding me towards this. And so I'm having really good vibes about it. And I hope that we do. So 
just when opportunities come up that you weren't expecting and your body is literally like full sending yes, take a look at it. Take a look at what the opportunity is. Do not shut it down right away because granted us moving again and then moving again in like July and August, probably not ideal. And also moving is hella annoying, right? But the opportunity of being happier and being in a good mental space and being closer to my friends and family may be worth the shot. So if you've just been cranking it out, hustling and just, or maybe you're on the opposite end and you've been feeling really stuck, look for opportunities. Look for networking with people. Maybe look for opportunities for a new job. Maybe look for opportunities with if you want to move as well. Don't take the opportunities for granted. Because at first, Nate and I kind of shut it down because we're like, no, we don't want to really move again. And then my mom kept texting me. And she goes, no, but it has a washer dryer just like your apartment. You have a, a driveway. You don't have to park on the street like your apartment now. It has two bedrooms. It's only 1800 instead of 1600 You're getting all the things. And I kept telling her, like, no, I don't want to move. I don't want to move. And then like, then I was convinced, okay, like maybe I should at least see it. And then I saw it and now I'm like convincing Nate, like we need to go see it, see if you like it. I know moving might be annoying, but maybe let's just take a chance, right? Like that, the opposite, take a chance on me, take a chance, take a chance, take a, take a chance, chance, right? That's, that's the, that's the song that was going through my head, literally taking a chance. And for example, another um, full body yes of taking a chance is that when my mentor right now mentor um emily jane when she reached out to me in the dms and was like hey um do you want to take your podcast to another level and also start reaching out into being a life coach my body was a full body yes and i just did it and i went on a discovery call with her and we vibed and now she's been my mentor for two months and she's been helping me build up my life coaching business so then I can eventually share it all with you and launch it. I'm actually, while you're listening to this podcast now, I'm going to be launching it this week or next week, give or take. The first week or second week on October. I think that um, this coming week, if you're listening right now, um, for October 3rd, I believe that it is if you're listening right now, October 3rd is going to be the pre-launch week where I'm going to be sending out amazing discounts for the first three people that sign up for my life coaching business. You're going to be seeing posts and everything. And then the week after that, I'm going to be actually doing the full launch. And you guys, I am so flipping excited to share this life coaching mindset coaching business with you guys and help you guys reach your full potential. So if you're interested in any of it, the information is going to be all over my Instagram. It's not going to be in the show notes just yet because it will eventually be in the show notes once I actually launch it. But all the pre-sale things and applying for um, a one-to-one coaching session, discovery calls, all those wonderful things. If you want to hop on a call with me and kind of see where I can help you grow your mindset because I'm the growth mindset gal, all that information is going to be on my Instagram at the growth mindset gal. So check that out. Again, so excited to share that with you guys. But when I got that opportunity, my body was a full yes. Give it a go. Get the mentor and do it because this was always in the back of my mind. Oh, maybe I can expand and become a life coach because I'm kind of already doing that with the podcast. (laughs) So make sure do not get scared of the opportunities when they show up in your life. They might be scary, might be risky, but pause and like sit with yourself 
And if your body's a full yes, take the leap. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing, right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone. And they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress. Because you guys know, we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life. And talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey.
Okay, friends, we're going to dive into the part three of the Your 20s Book Club series, all about body acceptance today. So if you're listening right now, please make sure if you want to get this book and read along, it's still 15% off and you get it signed and delivered by the wonderful author, Miss Jessica Smith. That link is in the show notes and also in my bio on Instagram. And if you want to join the conversation on the book club Slack account, you can also click the link in the show notes. And in my bio, both Jessica and I are in the book club Slack conversation channel. So once you jump right in, you sign in, uh, the Slack app is free. And then you can literally have conversations with me and the actual author, Jessica Smith, about your reactions, your takeaways from this amazing, amazing book. So make sure you get the book for 15% off and you join the Slack, all linked in the show notes. So let's get it going today, guys. All about body acceptance, which is so, so, so flipping, just crucial and important to develop body acceptance in your 20s. And I talked about this before in one of my previous episodes, which is called Body Neutrality. You can also listen to that as well. It's one of my earlier episodes. And it's all about in your 20s, you start to realize that your health and happiness is so much more important and trumps the ideal of comparison and the aesthetics of your body, okay? And you need to realize that you are in your 20s. You are a woman, okay? So what that means is your body is going to be changing and being in different phases and everything else. And there's so much more than just diet and exercise alone that goes into what your body looks like and feels like. Hey, it also has to do with your hormones, your stress levels, your lifestyle. There's so many things that go into the aesthetics of how your body looks, right? And we should also pay attention to that as well. But it's also giving yourself grace and love, If maybe your body's not where it's at right now that you want it to be, that's okay. But are you healthy? Are you able to get up in the morning? Are you able to go on runs and move your body or ride a bike or walk or do any of those things? Well, if the answer is yes, you're doing okay. All right. And I know with social media, uh, again, another blessing and a curse that we compare, especially women, we compare ourselves so much on Instagram and TikTok to other people's bodies. Remember though, social media is a highlight reel. So there are filters, there are poses, and I love how there's also many accounts that address these this information, how people are just posing and using filters and it's not real life. Okay, so this episode is all about learning how to give yourself and your body grace and love the phase of your body that you are at and how to take care of yourself and nurture yourself in the different phases of your body. So Jessica starts off with the external judgment. That's the big thing. That's the huge thing with body acceptance is the external judgment judgment of others of how your body looks. Just think about it. If no one made comments about your body, would you be as insecure or not as accepting as your body if it was just your internal thoughts? Think about that. 
a lot of our, well, first of all, a lot of our internal thoughts are consequences of the external judgment. So here's what Jessica says. She says, I can remember numerous occasions where I've been put down based on how I look, sometimes by people I know and other times by plain old strangers. Who do you think they are? Rude. In today's world, there's always going to be someone obsessed with judging others on how they look rather than seeing them for who they really are. The best protection against toxic relationships like these is not to allow negative external judgment to impact the way you feel about yourself. You accomplish this by choosing not to rely on external sources for confidence, but rather to look for it within yourself. This shift empowers us to manage judgment in a whole new way. We still won't be able to control other people's perspectives of us, but that's not important. It's what we do with the judgment that counts. Like, hello. Yes. Because people are always going to have something to say about how we look. It could be our weight. It could be our skin. It could be our hair. It could be the clothes that we wear, you know, the way we carry ourselves, whatever that it is. There's always going to be someone that got something to say. Okay, that's not going to go away. That's reality, right? What's really important is how we respond to the external comments and judgment. Okay, remember, what is internal is the most important. What you think about yourself is the most important. So that's why it's really a great idea to journal or say affirmations out loud of the things you love about yourself. There's so much more to you than just your external features. Okay. There's so much you have to value this, to bring value basically into this world besides your external features. There really is. Think about everything you do in a day. Think about, you know, how you interact with friends and family, maybe how you interact with your significant other, how you interact with your coworkers, or how you interact with your just yourself in your alone time. Think of all those activities you do in a day, right? And then think about how many of those actually matter about my external looks. Just think about everything you do in a day. The value you do in a day has more to do with your internal skills, personality, things like that, than how you look. For the most part, I want to say like 80% of your day, maybe 85, 90, give or take, depending on your job. It's more about what are you doing? How are you affecting others? What are you producing rather than how you look? So then how come we get stuck with how we look? How we look and the fear of the judgment of others keeps us from doing so many things. It keeps us from going on a job interview maybe. Maybe it keeps us from going to a certain um, gathering or party. Maybe it affects us from wearing certain clothes that we really want to wear or styling our hair a different way. I can't tell you. When I was in middle school and high school, I would be literally afraid to wear certain clothes because I was afraid of the judgment. Because I wasn't skinny. You know, I had, you know, I was a little chunky, had a little meat on me. And I was like afraid to wear certain clothes because I was afraid of what others would think. But I really wanted to wear the clothes because they were cute outfits. Like, for example, when I was like in middle school, high school, like the leggings and the Uggs were a huge thing. And I wanted to wear leggings, guys, so bad. But I was afraid to wear leggings, especially in middle school, 
but also in high school, like the beginning of high school, I was so afraid to wear leggings because I was afraid of what others would think. What? Insanity. Insanity. I would literally walk in the hall and suck in my stomach while I walked because I was afraid of how people would judge me. I would suck in my stomach when I walked in the hallway. Like anyone cared. Like anyone cared. I just hit my water bottle. I'm sorry. I'm Italian talking with my hands. I remember that I was so concerned with even – I really loved – also, in, especially in high school, like later high school, the big fashion was like the bodycon skirts and the bodycon dresses with like a, like a um, denim jacket. I love that fashion. It was so cute for the time. This is like 2010s, if you will, 2011, 2012. I really wanted to wear that outfit so bad. And I was so afraid of wearing it to school because, again, I wasn't a twig. I would say by 11th and 12th grade, I was pretty athletic looking because I played sports, but I still wasn't a twig. And I was so afraid to wear the bodycon dress with a denim jacket and like cute like wedges or something you know i want to look cute you know to imp- to imp- i don't know who i was trying to impress though my high school was like ill anywho but when i wore that outfit that day i was just like let me just wear it you know it was during my senior year because of my senior year i didn't care anymore so i wore the dress the cute outfit the amount of compliments you guys i got from people with my cute outfit that day And here I am freaking out because I was afraid of the judgment, the external judgment I would get from others. But in reality, it was compliments. Do you realize the fear, insecurities, and anxiety of our external features hold us back? I wouldn't talk to certain people because I I didn't think I was pretty or that girl or skinny or whatever. But I could have like made so many great connections. But I was afraid I'd be rejected because of my external features of being, you know, not exactly skinny. Like now that I'm 28, that like blows my mind. Now, granted, even though I'm 28, I still have days where I'm like, you know, feeling really low about my body image, not a lot of body acceptance going on, but I've learned to how to regrow and um, cope with those sort of thoughts. So what Jess has to say with doing that is right here. Guess what? Protecting yourself doesn't mean you have to build a great wall of China around you to keep out external judgment. Even if we did somehow create a wall that was impenetrable to external judgment, that doesn't get to the root of the issue. The media, the online photos, gossip blogs, TV shows, and social media accounts would still be there. I know a better way, one that doesn't require hiding behind the Great Wall of China. She says, and this is what her best friend told her, she said, let your freak flag fly, aka be yourself without caring who sees. It was this kind of approach that led me to discover my soul's purpose in life. I believe that the process of uncovering your life's purpose tends to be sparked by a deeply meaningful or personal event in one's life. When faced with something that challenges us to rise to the occasion, we harness resources we didn't know we had and develop tools to succeed. So what that means is to help us with even our body acceptance or just our overall external features acceptance and things like that and increasing our confidence, right, in ourselves. It's really about being yourself, being your most authentic self. Where do you get the confidence to do that? 
doing the things you love and gaining beautiful skills in it. That's the beauty is everyone always asks, well, how can I become more confident? People are not born confident. And if you think they are, they're faking it. True, authentic confidence within yourself, whole body confidence has to do with living in your true path. And then because you're living in your true path, you are gaining beautiful skills that you love and enjoy. And when you then gain skills that you love and enjoy, that then increases your confidence within yourself. Here's what she says if you want to then gain the body acceptance of living out your life's purpose and gaining more confidence. She says, to inspire myself to go all in in life, to unapologetically express who I am, to authentically explore the passions, opinions, loves, and desires within me, to take risks my intuition is quietly urging me to do, to be confident and proud of who I am. And she then goes on to say, it's really crucial to then get rid of the negative comments, people in your life to then dive into your purpose, to build the confidence and that confidence then builds the body acceptance. So she said, hurtful comments, nope, no harm. Cold shoulder from a so-called friend, nada. Gossip behind your back, ain't got nothing on you. Social media bullying, another big fat no. When you make the choice to stop giving value to external judgment, it no longer impacts you. Okay, so if you are getting negativity from or you're feeling comparison, do a social media detox. I've done that a few times where if I'm following people that aren't, you know, having a positive impact on me mentally, spiritually, things like that, just unfollow. Unfollow. If you are surrounding yourself with a group of people that are not lifting you up, it's time to get a new group of friends and move on or maybe set up boundaries and spend less time with you, okay? Here she goes, talking about more kind of prompts and ways of thinking to help you get there. So think about the people in your life who love you from the inside out, okay? Despite your weirdness or imperfections, regardless of your funky moods, insecurities, or failures, not to mention your bizarre Netflix obsessions, and we can't forget those funny habits either. These are the people who are your ride or dies. So make sure you're doing that detox of your inner circle. Make sure you're doing the detox of who you're following on social media because you are the like whole perspective or accumulation, if you will, that's the word I was trying to say, of the five people you spend the most time with. If those five people are making you feel terrible about yourself, it's time to get a new five people. If you're scrolling through social media and it's making you feel terrible about yourself, it's time to do the detox and then not only just get rid of people and not like and unfollow people, but it's also important to then add to that. Start following other people that you think, you know, would have a positive impact on you. And when it comes to really then diving into body acceptance, you need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself to the best of your 
abilities. You know how many times we are so burned out and run down and tired, we literally forget to take care of ourselves. And we forget to nurture ourselves and our bodies and our mind and our spirituality. In the book, Jess was saying how she'd be so busy at her job. She would eat McDonald's all the time. She was constantly rushing around and um, she would barely drink water. She was always running around for clients and stuff like that. And then literally one day she like collapsed and she passed out because she wasn't taking care of herself because she was constantly running around and worrying about others. And so you need to make sure on a daily basis, you take care of your body in some way, whether that's eating great foods for you, whether that's doing you know body movement and exercise for you, whether that's doing some rest and digest things for your body. It's so important to do that. Because once you take care of yourself, you start feeling the confidence and the love and the appreciation for your body. Once you start taking care of yourself, you no longer worry about what you look like, what your body looks like. You start then paying attention and become more appreciative on what your body can do, right? It's what your body can do for you rather than what it looks like. That's body acceptance. It's body neutrality where you realize that you are healthy, right? And you feel good. Maybe your body doesn't look like where you want it to be. You can always work harder to keep getting there, but don't run yourself into the ground. And don't think you're a terrible person because you don't look the certain way that you want to look at the time. Because again, you have so much more to offer than just the external features of your body. So she then goes on to say, sorry, I was just looking, I was looking at the page and I was like, what do I want to say about this page? Okay. Here's how she then goes on to say that how she started to then cope with the burnout and starting to then definitely take care of herself. Okay. I just want to get to the page where I know that she starts talking about it. Here we go. Found it. She said, our bodies are incredibly intelligent and are always working to regain wellness, but we have to pay attention in order to hear the guidance. When your body is giving you warning signs, listen, you don't have to choose work over health. You could have both and you deserve both. Okay. You got to make sure your priorities are there. Work's always going to be there. Okay. The hustle culture is always going to be there, but Because Jess got lost in that hustle culture, she forgot to take care of herself, take care of her body, and she passed out. You are your priority. Always the priority. And the health of your mind, body, and spirit is the priority. Okay? Because you cannot be the best at your job. You cannot be the best friend, the best significant other, the best mother, the best daughter, sister, whatever. You cannot be that best person if you're not taking care of yourself. You shouldn't run yourself to pure exhaustion and then expecting to have a beautiful confidence and body acceptance about yourself. You're not taking the time to take care of yourself. Okay. So 
Here, let me tell you her story. She said, a few years ago, I was working at a recruiting agency when suddenly I had a major wake-up call. My body shut me down. Not taking care of my mind, body, or spirit has resulted in a lack of self-care trifecta, a.k.a. Jess was a hot, stressed-out mess. At the time, I was too caught up in my mind to notice how busy I was and how to slow down and evaluate how I was feeling. Feelings are the strongest and truest indicators in helping us understand what we are lacking. They are here to help us guide us to make good choices and make and take action when needed to live a fulfilling life and going to your life's purpose. When we feel pain, stress, and sadness, nervousness, or any other negative emotion, it's there for a reason. We have to start blowing off our negative feelings as just a bad day and actually take a look at why they're showing up in the first place. Though I was working at a recruiting agency, was one of the biggest accelerators in my professional career, it wasn't a healthy fit for me. Because I was in a negative work environment every day, I wasn't inspired or motivated to take care of myself, and I did not feel supported. She then goes on to say, after nine months, I was promoted to a new role with that competition and workload increased tenfold. My entire focus became about my work goals. See you later, mind, body, and spirit health. Here's the inside peek of what my weeks look like. So see if this resonates with you guys. She said, I ate McDonald's on the way to work at least three times a week. I ate out for client lunches every day, seriously every day. Having lunch with clients was a requirement. I never take breaks. Having to spend my lunch with a stranger, typically a man 25 years older than me, isn't what I consider a break. I constantly be drinking out of a styrofoam cup. They finally switched to a more sustainable option. But when I first got there, styrofoam was the only choice. I resisted for a while, but ended up needing lots and lots of coffee to get through my days, so I used them. I try not to think about the particles of plastic or melted chemicals entering my body with each sip. She then goes on to say, I had too much coffee. The days were long, on average about 12 hours each day. Nonstop time, in the car, traveling to client meetings. I hated having to ask to use a client's restroom, so I would try not to drink water on the heavy road days. Like, that could be the reality. For a lot of our jobs, even as a teacher, I feel like I'm constantly running around all day. Like even during my lunch, I barely sit. I got to make copies. I got to plan. I got to grade. I got to do all these things. And we get lost. We get lost. Right? And then we stop taking care of our bodies. And then all of a sudden, we feel sluggish. We have low self-esteem. We feel burnt out, heavy fatigue, or tired. Because we're not pausing to feel our feelings, listen to our body. What do we need? What do we need to do? What do we need to implement or get rid of? Okay? Because confidence, again, especially in body acceptance, the confidence comes from when you start taking care of yourself. To make sure that you are drinking water and staying hydrated. You're taking the breaks when needed. I've got a lot better at work. Like today was my lunch period. And even though I had a hectic day, I was like, but Allie, you need to sit. You need to eat your lunch. You need to drink some water because you barely drank water today. You drank a lot of coffee, which I did. And you just sit in silence. No making copies. No grading. Nada. You just sit and you eat. Because I was running around all day, I had to go teach in another room because the kids were taking, one class was still taking that test in my room, so I had to go to another room. It was a whole bunch of things that were going on. You need to find time in your day to 
make sure that you are taking care of your mental space, your physical body, and your spirituality in some way, tiny shape or form. Okay. And when you want to increase how you feel about yourself, increase your self-esteem, increase your confidence, especially when it has to do with body acceptance. Okay. Learn that just like life, your body is in seasons. That's how I also like to think about. Body is also in seasons, just like life is. Where there may be some seasons where you're feeling great about yourself, you've really been going at it, but then there's going to be seasons where life gets really stressful. Stress also affects the body. Let me tell you, okay, before the pandemic, all right, I was hitting the gym, I was doing my thing. I felt really great about myself in February of 2020. And then obviously the pandemic happened, super duper stressed out, right? There was, we're living through a pandemic, jobs are changing, things like that. And then we couldn't go anywhere. Gyms were closed. All you could do was really walk outside, barely at first. Remember, we were too afraid to go outside too. It was like a whole thing. And that caused so much stress on the body for everybody, right? And then the next school year came in. And it was super stressful because we were constantly traveling. There's only a couple of kids in the room wearing masks, all the things. Um, and then I moved out of my house and um, I moved out for the first time. That causes stress. So I feel like I, I, the season I'm, I think I'm starting to get out of right now is a very a big season of transformation and stress. And stress, anxiety, literally is a hormone, cortisol, right? And that affects your body. It does. Makes a huge difference in your body. And so it's not only just exercise and diet. It has to do with your stress and your hormones as well. And within these past few years, I've also been on birth control. That's had an effect on my body. So I'm realizing that I am doing my best and my body is where it is, not because I'm not trying my best and not really taking care of myself. It has to do with also just the environment in life and just living in the constant stress where stress is in the body. Okay. So you got to give yourself a little grace here. We've all been through super stressful. What is it? Two years at this point, very transformational for a lot of us as well. But, and now, you know, we still are going back to that normal and we're trying to be normal, but then the world's like a hot mess on top of it. That's a lot of environmental stress. It also takes a toll on your body, right? So don't think you're a terrible person because maybe your body isn't where it is right now. Remember the external circumstances of where your body may be at as well, okay? And your body is going through phases and seasons. Okay. And it's a beautiful thing. Okay. So maybe after you listen to this episode, maybe sit down, maybe take out a journal, write out what I love about myself, right? It could be your personality, your skills, all those things. Okay. What you like about yourself. Then also you can divert into that and say, what do I love about my body? How can I appreciate my body and what it does for me? Write it out. 
okay? And really sit with yourself and realize if you are listening to your to this podcast in your hot girl walk right now, if you're listening to this podcast while you're commuting to work, whether you're listening to this podcast while you are doing the dishes, doing laundry, cleaning up the house, right? If you're listening to this podcast while you're doing some work, whatever that it is, the reason you're able to listen to this podcast because your body is working. You're healthy, right? Your body is able to take you on those hot girl walks. Your body is able to drive the car or get on the train to commute to work. Your body is able to be with you while you do the dishes, okay? While you fold the laundry, while you're studying or doing work. So next time you look in the mirror, don't be so harsh on yourself. Look in the mirror and say, thank you. Say thank you, body. Thank you for everything you do for me. I know right now maybe we don't feel our best, but thank you so much for everything that you've done. Because throughout all those stressful moments in our lives, right, guys, what's carrying you? Your body. You need to start reciprocating that love because your body loves you because it keeps going. But you got to make sure that you reciprocate that love and appreciation in return. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to follow me on Spotify. Make sure to also follow Jess at Your20s on Instagram. It's linked in my show notes. If you're enjoying these episodes so far, get that book for 15% off and join the Slack group. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.